Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to the Maury Povich Show. I'm Maury Povich. Today we have a very special guest. New Orleans Saints coach Joe Vitt is here with us, and he is ready to prove he is not the father of the bounty program. Are you ready, Joe? <laughs> yes, I am, Maury. Joe, you said you never fantasized about running a Brett Favre over with the tractor and then lighting his dead body on fire. Is that correct? That's right, Maury. The test results say you lied. You also said you never offered money to a bounty pool to injure Brett Favre. Our test results say you told the truth about that. I never paid for no bounties, Maury. You also told us you never got hammered at Pat O's last month called Roger Goodell a huge, flaming, power-hungry, piece-of-shit despot, then passed out in your own vomit. That's right, Maury. Our test results say you lied. Fuck Goodell. Fuck you, Maury. I gotta get me some, ready for some training camp. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Marlboro. As always, we are joined by Kevin Hill from Akeem Drops the Ball, Dave Cariello from Canal Street Chronicles. Uh, Dave, I'm going to start with you. And I, have, I have this interesting theory about um, what Joe Vitt did this week where he's like, I'll take a lie detector test, I'll sign an affidavit. I think it's a case of Joe Vitt laying the groundwork as a great coach for motivation and team building where, look, we all know the Saints had a bounty program. Was it, did they intentionally try to injure people? Eh, maybe, maybe not. But I think Joe Vitt caught the NFL in a bullshit lie and he jumped on it because it's a way for him. You notice not only did he say that the NFL lied about it, but he's like, I want to prove my guys that, that we didn't do this. And it, I think it's a way for him to to prove to the team that, hey, I'm with you guys on defense, and this is bullshit, and Roger Goodell is against this. And I think it was a good way for him to lay the groundwork of sort of us versus the world for the whole year. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> I think me and a lot of other Saints fans are sort of banking on that uh, us versus the world attitude because I think that that's going to give the Saints the best chance of having a successful season, especially given the handicap that they're now faced to deal with. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, all these denials, they start to make you think, like, maybe some of this actually isn't true. I mean, I, I think we all have to acknowledge that there was a pay-for-performance system that was, and, and money was being spread around. Uh, I really don't think it's a big deal because, uh for the most part, it seems like it was all between the players. Uh, I don't know about Ornstein. I don't know about Vid or any of that. And if that's the case, you know, there's there's no issue there. And I really don't think that they were out to injure people uh, intentionally. I think they were out really just to lay some wood on people, which is part of the game and what everybody does. So, uh, but yeah, it's it, but like I said, the more the more the more stringently all these people fight it, including Joe Vitt and the coaches, um, you know the more I, I wonder whether how much validity there is to it. The evidence that Fidel showed, that the NFL showed, uh, if this was a court of law, it's weak sauce. Um, it's not the court of law, it's the NFL system here. So uh, they don't need to, you know, prove much. They don't, you know, they don't need to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt. You know, they don't need to do anything like that. So, um, which is the main reason why I'm, I'm really hoping and keeping my fingers crossed that, Hilma's case goes, makes it to trial, and they have to have a discovery process, and, and all of the evidence 
has to be released because I really want to see all of it. I, I really, I want to, lay, I want to lay everything out on the table, uh, and I just let's see whatever, let's see what everybody's holding. Well, Dave, you, you bring up a good point about the, the NFL's evidence. Kevin, they released their oh, evidence. Like, they they released all their evidence this week, supposedly, or what they wanted us to see, and. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, the Saints are proven guilty of sucking ass at PowerPoint. Um, could you hire an intern or a 10-year-old? You could have some more fun with the PowerPoint. Um, but, Kevin... I thought that was hilarious, by the way. I mean, I mean that, that, that made the whole thing, to me, this whole summer, the PowerPoint presentations, it really made this whole thing worth it. I mean, I really got a good laugh out of that. I mean, you could, it, was, it was really unreadable. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Come on, man. Mix in some colors on your font. Holy Wait. shit. These guys aren't the most creative uh, people in the world. We, we, we know that they play football. That's the fact. I think Kevin would have – I think Kevin or, or Hans or somebody, if the Saints would say, like, hey, we need a guy to come in and make some fun PowerPoint uh, stuff, some gifts to uh, – to spice up the pregame meeting, I think Kevin, you would you'd be you'd be available, right? Uh, yes, I think Lord knows I am certainly available for uh, for employment. But <laughs> but Kevin, what does it say about the NFL and this to put their evidence that they released that it's so sloppy? I mean, they they couldn't even get Mike Triplett's name right. Joe Vitz, <laughs> they they. They they say they don't use they they don't use evidence supposedly that they have against Joe Vitt for his suspension to suspend him longer. They say they don't use that fact that he supposedly contributed to the bounty five grand. They don't use it against him for his suspension, but they use it against the players. And some of the evidence they submitted came after the players were after the players were suspended. So what does it say about the NFL? Are they incompetent? Or do they just not give a shit and they're like, it doesn't matter how we present this evidence because it's not a court of law, and if it's got giant holes in it, now eh, so what? Oh, oh, absolutely. And I mean, look, I was looking at that PowerPoint, and <laughs> I, I got to be honest. When, when I first saw the look, I first saw the PowerPoint on Deadspin. When I saw the PowerPoint on Deadspin, I thought, holy shit, somebody, somebody let uh, Drew uh, Drew McGarry. Uh, get his hands on on PowerPoint and just fuck around with it, and I, I thought it was a giant joke. I honestly thought it was a spoof of, of what the alleged PowerPoint was supposed to be. And when and when I actually was reading more of it and then started to read the actual story and realized, oh, shit, this is the PowerPoint, I was like, okay, Greg Williams ought to be suspended for indefinitely for, for, for having the computer skills of a fucking child. I mean – Don't insult I, children I, I, like because, that, Kevin. I mean, well, look, I mean, he, I don't think Greg Williams not only that, not only he's that but he's guilty, he's guilty of being, of being stupidly over-enthusiastic and leaving a trail of breadcrumbs to anything that, that would lead people to think that he's some diabolical mastermind. Listen, after seeing that, that, that fucking, that, the PowerPoint, uh, that, that should convince people that Greg Williams isn't capable of masterminding Jack. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The guy couldn't put together a fucking comprehensive grocery list, okay? I'm convinced of that. I'm convinced I'm convinced his wife handles everything for him or his kids handle everything for him. Uh, that's that's it. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm beginning to wonder how, how, how much help he was getting from his assistants uh, when he's coordinating defenses because this guy does not fucking know PowerPoint. 
Well, he's good at motivating, and he left a trail of breadcrumbs about his stupid motivational technique showing Dog the bounty hunter. And the other thing about the PowerPoint is on the kill shots uh, table, you got a whole slew of guys that were raking in uh, alleged, well, I, you know, I, I, I'm saying tons of money. I'm sure it's like maybe hundreds or thousands. But guys that are on this list that were not suspended. That were Roman not Harper. suspended. So, right, oh, Roman Harper is the guy that jumped out. So, you're telling me that you gotta, you gotta throw Jonathan Vilma under the bus. You've gotta get rid of Greg Williams. You gotta take out Scott Fujita and you gotta take out Anthony Hargrove. Yet, yet Roman Harper is, is, is still, you know, is, is a-okay. Like, his name hasn't come up once from anybody uh, related to the league, you haven't heard. I haven't heard his name mentioned by any of the national media people. So it's just I'm just sitting here. I'm just you know reading it, wondering what about the inconsistencies? Because with this with this points to and helps solidify in my own mind is that the NFL knew about it, realized that it was still going on, probably said shit. We should have just come in from the beginning, put the quick kibosh on it, and just shut it down. But instead, it's steamrolled, it's gotten worse, things look bad while we're trying to push for an 18-game season, and, and we're trying to push for player safety at the same time. So we gotta, we got to hammer people quick. So let's get this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. Boom. Stick it to them. And, and, and we'll wipe our hands and call it a day. I yeah, mean, and- that really – that really plays up that fucking narrative. Well, I think it's true. And, Dave, you brought up a good point about how the, the players are, you know, Anthony Hargrove, you know, are saying, he used the Eddie Murphy defense, wasn't me. Uh, it's interesting to me because, to me, the the players don't seem to have really anything to gain by – Screaming from the mountaintop if this wasn't, it, you know, and lying about it and if, if they knew it was all true because they're not going to get their suspension reduced and whatever. So to me, what do you think Anthony Hargrove and, and Vitt and – what do you think they hope to get out of, out of this? That's what I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, well, actually, actually I mean – while you were asking your question, I mean, I feel like it's sort of sitting in this. This actually kind of goes against what I said earlier about the more players speak out, maybe the more I believe them. Because actually, as you were asking the question, I kind of realized um, they really don't have anything to lose. They, they, they know what their fate is going to be. They, they realize they're appealing to Goodell, the same person that, that handed out the punishment for that pointless. Um, they realize basically – What's going to happen? The, the end is in sight, and so, and, and the worst that it's going to be is the suspensions and the loss of checks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, I think that they, they they might say to themselves, "Well, then I might as well cross the stir and mm-hmm. proclaim my innocence and can just continue to bitch and moan and, and, and make it seem like uh, I'm innocent. I got nothing to lose at this point, so I might as well try and save a little face here and maybe try to." Sway some, uh, curry some favor and sway some decisions, um, and maybe get a little, a, a few more people on my side. Um, so actually, to be honest with you, uh, if you if you wonder why they're being more vocal now than they've ever been, maybe uh, maybe that's why. Kevin, your thoughts? Can you repeat that last part to me? What do you think? What do you think the players are hoping to gain by uh, screaming their innocence? I mean, they're not going to get their suspension oh, oh, reduced. Just, just yeah. Oh yeah. Just, I mean, just a modicum of of uh, some. Hey, I mean, it's 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 just a, uh, maybe. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say self-respect. Maybe a little bit of added uh, self-worth. Maybe it, it's something like, "Well, I didn't just sit here and take it from the league, so I'm going to scream and shout, and I'm still going to get sent to my room." 
but I'm going to go to my room and I'm going to kick the door uh, on right. my way in. That's, and you that's, know, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, stuff like that, and you know, my my siblings, you know, my other play, the other players, they'll they'll you know sit there or come up to the door and say, man, that's man, just that's that's tough that dad made you do that. You didn't even do, <laughs> you didn't even do anything that bad. You didn't, I mean, you you know. I do that all the time, goddammit. Dad thinks you did this, but you didn't really do that. All that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I think it's that, and I think it's maybe to get some of the fans to just say, you know what, the NFL is covering its ass. It's just, is you know, maybe, maybe trumping some shit up, uh, not being straight, and how should we take them serious? But honestly, what I, what I kind of hope, comes out of this, and I kind of hope some fans, you know, wise up and, and maybe start to call out the NFL PA a little bit for for saying, you know, you're bitching and complaining about Goodell having all the authority. Well, you clowns gave him all the authority to be the judge, jury, and the executioner. Yeah, but how many players, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, how many players does this really affect? I mean, were they were they going to go to the wall for that so that four players a year – can't avoid getting boned over by Raj. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's not even, but here's the thing, though. It's not even the Saints. And, and you know, I mean, you're saying, yeah, it's four players to make sure that, that they aren't boned over by, uh, by, by the ginger hammer, but uh, there's always going to be guys in the future. There's always going to be somebody in the – you know, James Harrison is eventually going to retire. There are going to be guys that are going to take his place that are going to want to pop the shit out of the opposing player because that's what that's what they think they're supposed to do. That That's what will keep them employed. That's what will excite the fans and all that good shit. That's what will win them games is, is knocking, you know, knocking a fucking dude on his ass. Until they outlaw tackling in 2021. Right. <laughs> so – uh, right, and so the, the the point is, you fight these. You gotta fight the small fights. It's it's look. I, I can't can't believe I'm actually dropping a fucking quote from the American president here. But <laughs> it's not a no no. You don't fight the fights you can win. You fight the fights that need fighting. You fight the fights that you fight the fights that need fighting. And yeah, yeah it may only be four guys or five guys this time, but. It's about setting precedent and 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 saying, okay, we are going to go to the mat for group for players right now because they're going to be the guy, the retired guys tomorrow, who are going to need help from the league, and you know we're going to need the league to, you know, do certain things, make certain. Uh, uh, they're going to have to acquiesce to certain things. And this is how it's going to get there. It's all about stupid negotiate. It's all about negotiations over the little things now. Yeah, and I think you're probably right. I mean, they they sort of the, the they were so desperate both sides to get a deal done. They sort of rushed it through, you know. And I think it probably in hindsight, maybe the players would have thought, you know what, maybe we should have gone public with with the NFL Goodell being inflexible over wanting this much power, because then if it would have got out there that said, hey. The reason the deal isn't getting done is because Goodell wants all this power and no uh, appeals, no real appeals process if something comes before him. I think then maybe the outcry would have been, God damn it, Goodell, give in to this. Who cares? We want football. And I think maybe it would have put pressure back on Goodell to sort of acquiesce to that. But it got rushed through. You know, everybody was so desperate for the deal. It just got wrapped up. And it was one of those things that, you know, I don't remember anybody. Dave, I don't remember when the deal was getting done or it, even when it finally got done. I don't remember anybody mentioning this. as like, oh, the players are going to regret that. But I, I mean, no. I mean, as far as Goodell's concerned, no. I mean, that was never that was never really, you know, one of the sticking points or, or one of the issues that was holding up the deal. You know, it was always about the money or it was always about safety or something like that. But, you know, uh, the, the, the power situation, how much power should Goodell have like you said, Ralph, I don't remember. I don't remember anybody bringing that up and saying, "Well, maybe you know, maybe he shouldn't have uh, so much power." I mean, he's had he has as much power now as he's always had. Um, I think it's more a question of how, how much and how often he's decided to use it. I mean, he's decided that he's going to be 
a I would say he's decided that he's going to be a more active commissioner, and he's going to stick his nose in in a lot of people's business. Ah, uh, yes, he has. The ginger hammer is up in your business. Kevin, today Twitter broke, and I got really, really excited because I figured that Drew Brees signed. Um, they have a war somewhere. Somebody got a nuclear bomb dropped on them. Oh, we're getting into this. All right. Or, the Kada- or a Kardashian was pregnant. So uh, if I sign actually, up, if I sign up in the middle of this, because I have to go. Okay. So, Kevin. <laughs> oh, I do want to listen. So, Kevin. Drew I'll Brees hang up and listen. Says, Drew Brees, he didn't get signed. But he did make an apology, I think, kind of sorta, when he said that he compared the NFL's case to the the case for weapons of mass destruction for the war in Iraq because all the political people came out from the left and the right and the military because they thought he was making some sort of political campaign or some shit. All, he, all I thought was he was saying that, you know what? The NFL said they had all this fucking evidence and I'm looking at it and it's a shitty PowerPoint and maybe they don't. Wait, before, before Kevin goes off, let yeah. me just say that it was it was at least nice that Drew Brees. We could tell that Drew Brees actually tweeted something from his own mind, uh, as opposed to as as opposed to the normal crap that goes out of his Twitter account, which is sponsored by Jimmy John. Right, correct, right. So it was that it was that good. And, and I, the other thing I would say is maybe there's a reason why he's not allowed to tweet so much. <laughs> Kevin, your the floor is yours. Okay. So, I check my Twitter feed when I'm at work because that's the kind of guy I am. I'm a lazy schnook uh, sometimes. Uh, And I see this tweet. And I'm like, I'm immediately retweeting this because, wow, this was was kind of crazy and out there from, of all people, Drew fucking Breeze. And so I responded, you know, Drew says – if NFL fans were told there were, quote, weapons of mass destructions enough time, enough times, they'd believe it. But what happens when you don't find any? I responded to him, you reelect the guy, right? <laughs> and a lot of people thought that was funny. It and is people, funny. You know, people clearly had to have taken the Drew Brees thing as a joke, or maybe not as a joke, but as something that's just like saying, okay, this is what this is. In that, in those sentences, you didn't hear the word soldier, military, war, or anything else. And yet, yet I, the next day, actually, yeah, the next day, I'm I'm seeing tweets from people saying, "Well, Drew Brees is catching flack for his tweet," and I'm like, "Really? About what? <laughs> About what? That there's no WMD option now at Jimmy John's underneath uh, the uh, the uh, the the popper or the fat tony or whatever the fuck one of those eight inch subs is called and instead it's like no no it's totally legit people were pissed and thought he was going after the armed forces drew tie a yellow fucking ribbon around the old oak tree breeze is suddenly anti-military are you fucking kidding me drew breeze would have fucked you could have put drew breeze on seal team six and they wouldn't have needed to go up the fucking staircase. He'd have he'd have fired a fucking spiral right into Bin Laden's fat, stupid, bearded head. And end of story. <laughs> the man, the man loves the troops. The man, the man probably wears, uh, the man probably drapes himself in the American flag when he goes home, when he's not drinking his Nyquil or rolling around in bed or any of that shit. Okay, the man loves the troops. He loves the troops. Does anybody does anybody fucking remember the controversy he started or the controversy he fucking started like two years ago when he was talking yeah. about visiting Guantanamo Bay? He went to visit fucking Guantanamo Bay for the troops. <laughs> Nobody goes to fucking Guantanamo. <laughs> they go have goes nobody fucking goes to Guantanamo. Nobody goes to Guantanamo. Drew Brees went to fucking Guantanamo. You know what he did when he was in Guantanamo? 
He got on a fucking flak jacket, turned his cap backwards, and fired off a few yeah. rounds of a sniper rifle. The guy looked like a fucking badass. He was Billy Badass, okay? And people are going to say, oh, he doesn't like the military. He's, he's anti-military. No, he's anti-stupid -stup fucking decisions based on <laughs> shoddy fucking evidence, okay? That's what he's anti. That's what he's fucking anti. That's what anybody with half a fucking brain is anti. Stupid decisions based on shoddy <laughs> fucking evidence. And now it's, uh, Drew Brees, Drew, what else is, why does Drew Brees hate America? Why does Drew Brees hate freedom? Then was this Fox Sports? I mean, was this, was this Fox News? Fuck off. I don't know where it was coming from. Drew Brees, that tweet, Kevin, that tweet murdered Lee Greenwood. That's how un-American <laughs> it was. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That Lee Greenwood song, that, that God Bless the USA, look, God Bless the USA is a tired fucking song. It's a tired song, okay? You want, you want, you, look, give me Ray Charles singing, singing uh, America the Beautiful, or give me Bruce Springsteen covering this land, uh, covering uh, Woody Guthrie's uh, This Land is Your Land, okay? Give me that. Don't give me, don't give me God Bless the USA. Because you know what? I'll bet you if the folks that think God Bless the USA should be the new national anthem, those are probably the fuckers that think Drew Brees was bashing on the soldiers, okay? Those are the fuckers that were bashing Drew Brees probably. I haven't seen a single one of these folks because I'm dying to go after them. I'm dying to go after them. I'm dying to, okay? I engaged a fucking documentary filmmaker out of the fucking blue and kept at it. What makes you think I'm going to stay away from some schmuck who thinks he's going to condescend on Drew fucking Breeze about his love for the troops? Kevin, how, Kevin, how does it make Drew you feel? Breeze, Drew Breeze, you know, Drew Breeze is his own one-man battalion, and you're going <laughs> to tell him, oh, no, he, he fucking, he, he hates the military. He hates the troops. I guarantee, oh, he's, he's, uh, he's, you know, He's hanging out with Pelosi and 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 Reed all the time, and and Bill Ayers, and I'll bet you, I'll bet you, he, I'll bet you when he goes to church, he's really listening to podcasts of Reverend Wright. Ah, yeah. Fuck wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. And, and fuck let, 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 you. Last question. I want to know. I want to know how Kevin feels that Sean Pantalon's uh, article made it as as evidence against the Saints that the Saints had a bounty program. Listen, I'm on Drew. I'm on Drew Brees. I'm out of here. <laughs> You fucker. Drew Brees, Drew Brees is Captain fucking America, okay? The man's Captain America on the football field, and we're going to sit here and say, he said WMDs, so he doesn't love America. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. The man loves capitalism. The man loves... His Twitter feeds is nothing but capitalism. NyQuil this. Jimmy John's that. Product placement here. Please buy this. Here's me rubbing Vicks, Vicks Vapor Rub on my kid's chest. That's all it is. He's a fucking capitalist. He's a pure-blooded capitalist who fires sniper rifles, hanging out with the troops in fucking Guantanamo. In Guantanamo. Yeah, how many other... He doesn't I mean, how many other fucking celebrities are going to Guantanamo? Sean Penn? Somebody Sean on Twitter, Penn? look that up and tell me. Tell me how many. I, I I would be surprised. I, I surprise me, Twitter. Please, surprise. fucking tell me. Drew, look, Drew Brees is sitting here fucking tweeting photos of house spiders, and he's got people attacking his patriotism and his credibility. This is this is incredulous. This is incredulous. He's 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 one of the he he's the fucking he's a goddamn American virtue. <laughs> He's a fucking American virtue. I don't know what you want to say. I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. The man, I'm, t I'm telling you, <laughs> the man, the man bleeds red, white, and blue. What, I, 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 I don't get this. I don't get this. I don't get this. And you know what? I tell you what. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it another step. I'll do a full fucking 180 on you, too. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this Inception Mind shit? Yes, I am. So the fuck what if he said, if he said something specific about the war, about any war? So the fuck what? So the fuck.
what? We got, you know, going to war ain't the fucking John Wayne film. We all want it. We all want to believe it is. It is. Well, here's it the, here's the thing, Kevin, with with athletes and and celebrities and you know and politicians. If this is we, the dumb, if, if this right here, if this right here is the dumbest quote unquote thing that Drew Brees will ever say on Twitter, he is light fucking years ahead of many many athletes. If this is the biggest controversy he's gonna face as a pro athlete in the main, in the national stage, he's light years ahead of other people. Well, I just think I think people on people they say they want athletes and politicians and everybody to be honest and and give opinions and talk about stuff. But what they mean is they want them to give opinions that they agree with. And oh, yeah. and Lord help you if you're an actor or a athlete or a singer, and you give a political statement or something that somebody disagrees with, what's the first thing they say? Shut up and play football. Shut up and sing. Well, you know what? In your life, if you're a if you're a plumber or whatever the fuck you do, people don't say, you're just a fucking plumber. Shut the fuck up and do my stuff. You know, anybody can have opinions about whatever the fuck they want. Right. It's base, it's, it, listen, it's, if you're a singer, if you're a singer, an actor, if you, yeah, if you're one of those celebrities and you have a political opinion, it's and, – and, 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 hey, I've seen the left do this shit, but granted, it's the left doing it to the lady from Northern Exposure or Ted fucking Nugent or Craig T. Nelson. So, you know, that's, that's partially weighted. Or Victoria Jackson. So it's, it's, it's either, well, you know, if they don't like this, they can – you know, it's, it's, if they don't like this, they can get out. Or, or, or it's man. I wish they would just shut up and play, and play their music, or, or just act in movies. Or if it's you know somebody like I mentioned, Craig T. Nelson or Victoria Jackson, it's wait, where the hell have you? What the hell have you, Wacko's been doing lately? Are you guys even celebrities anymore? It's that. So everybody fucking does it, all because you don't agree with them. Uh, on on something, so all of a sudden it becomes like this royal indictment on on who you are. <clears throat> no, it's not. It's fucking not. If Craig T. Nelson thinks something and you don't agree with it, fine. The guy from Coach and you don't agree on something. You can bring it up with him at brunch uh, next weekend if you'd like. Oh, you don't hang out with him? Then why are you fucking getting upset about this? Why are you getting bent out of shape? If if listen, if if fucking Craig T. Nelson suddenly is he says still alive? Craig T. Nelson Yes, Craig T. Nelson Craig T. Nelson is actually still alive and he's still getting royalties for, for poltergeist. If if Craig <laughs> T. Nelson suddenly says we need to grind up all the puppies and turn them into a new fuel source for the country. Puppies are delicious. Fine. Then you can get upset. Then you can get upset. If if somebody's if if I don't know, some fucking lefty. Pick a, pick a lefty. I don't know, fucking Barbara Streisand. If Barbara Streisand someday says, we need to turn all babies into uh, flash drives for our computers or something, <laughs> then raise an objection. Then raise an objection. But then get worked up a little bit. But nobody's saying, let's go destroy stuff and murder people and all that kind of crap. Everybody just chill the fuck out. And relax, and not only on that, but realize, have the common fucking sense to process what a man just says, WMD, he's not impugning the military. He's not. If somebody says, where the fuck are the WMDs, that's not a cue to, to point and say, you don't like America, why don't you love the troops, why do you hate freedom? No, this is not that. This is not that. Well, okay. Yeah. So... Wise the fuck up, people. Wise the fuck up. Screw the thinking cap on your head and stay fucking frosty, okay? Well, stay frosty. I, I wanna. This just popped into my head. Um, and this, this is not sort of a pleasant topic to think about, but I'm gonna put it out there. Well, anyway. I already just addressed this. I mean, I've already, I've already well, handled politics and celebrities. So what else do we have? Well, you know, look, we we know there's a big chunk of people on Twitter that. Uh, are just full on retards, and I'm talking about the people that threaten, well, obviously. 
I'm talking about the people that threaten athletes when they lose a game. Like that poor guy for San Francisco that was concussed. And what, he fumbled three punts in the NFC Championship game? I think it was two, but, but yeah, two. I mean, the last one he fumbled is what cost him. You know, and he was like, you know, I mean, he, or he was in the game because, like, the first three punt returners were all out. So they were like, we, we got to have somebody catch a punt. And, like, Twitter people were, like, threatening to kill him. And I'm worried that because of Twitter and social media and people knowing where athletes live and where they are, I'm worried that eventually something on Twitter is going to go to that next level. And then, as the kids like to say, shit gets real. And I worry that it will forever change, Kevin, how athletes and fans interact. It's different now than it was 20 years ago or 50 years. I mean, I was watching something on Fox uh, after an Astros game. They were saying, you know, back when the players took the train in baseball, they would hang out with the fans and they would go. You know, the guy was like, hey, we, we, we asked the player if he wanted to go to dinner. And Ted Williams was on the train, and he, he went with me and my dad to dinner. We didn't even know him. We just took him out and hung out. So player and, and fan relationships were one way, and then they changed a little, and now they're different even more. But if something happens violent to a player because of Twitter or social media, which I think is maybe a 10 15% chance happening, how will it affect, do you think, how players and fans interact Uh how could it sort of change that dynamic in a drastic way? Well, 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 well let me tell you this. First of all, it, my dad, if he ever listens to one of my podcasts ever, you know, maybe hug me once in a while, you old man. Uh, <laughs> if he were to listen to, to one of these, to this podcast, he would immediately stop and tell me, you need to tell that Ralph kid that Ted Williams would never fucking dine with any strangers because Ted Williams is an asshole. That's not me saying that because I like and respect Ted Williams. My dad had some had a bad run in with Ted Williams as a child and it scarred him for life and so he say, he thought Ted Williams was the biggest horse his ass who ever walked the earth. But that that you know, that being said, athletes interacting with fans, it's it's already changed. Yeah. It's already changed. I mean, look at Plaxico Burris. Plax shot him shot his damn self in the leg carrying a gun in his stupid ass sweatpants because he felt he had to protect himself from uh, from the general public. I mean, Bo, you know, the, uh, hell, I read a piece about Bo Jackson from a couple of years ago. Bo Jackson lives in a fucking compound in the middle of nowhere, and he's armed to the teeth. Now, I'm Bo not going to paint him as, as... Wait, what? Bo Jackson, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a hardcore Southern boy, so we'll throw him, you know, but... I'm not trying to paint Bo Jackson as, as some crazy uh, survivalist living out no, in the woods not. writing a manifesto or anything, but because, you know, I mean, the guy lives well, got, you know, got a nice family, got, got stuff, and he just wants to be left alone and do yeah. his own thing, and he's not out, you know, riding a Lamborghini, partying all the time. But, you know, <clears throat> this is what athletes do. I mean, shit, the, the la one of the last times I was in New Orleans, Dave walked me by Drew Brees' house. Now, Drew Brees has a nice big fence set up around his house. And he's got one of those, you know, nice canopy thingamajigs on the side, so that way, you know, potentially if there's a helicopter, they can't really take pictures of, uh, of the property. And he's fully entitled to do that. Now, you put – now – when somebody showed me Drew Brees' house on Google recently, like asking, oh, is this the house you're talking about? I was like, oh, yeah, that's the house. The house didn't have a fence in front of it. So clearly, uh, as I'm guessing, he put the fence up. Why? Well, it's obvious. The man needs to make sure that any schmuck, because dumbass me, I might have fucking walked up there and rang the doorbell. Now I probably would have just guffawed at him and drooled for about five minutes and be like, oh, my God, I love you. You're the best. I would have done that. But Lord knows there are people who may have other nefarious reasons uh, to, to want to be ringing his doorbell. Or there are people who, you know, may go with my intent to knock on the door and want to shake the man's hand. And if he opens the door and says, dude, I don't have time, that may trigger something for them. That may trigger some stupid memory where maybe, you know, their mom didn't love them enough for some shit and suddenly they slip out on Drew Brees and create a national uh, hysteria over it. 
and we don't need that. So Drew puts up a fence, and everybody's fine. But with the way Twitter is, and the way fans are interacting, I could definitely see a fan getting drunk and, you know, trying to figure out where an athlete's going to be for, like, a celebrity thing. I mean, shit. Look at, I mean, look at the athletes that we follow. Well, the few athletes left that I still fucking follow saying, oh, I'm running a camp here or I'm yeah. going to be signing uh, Jimmy John sandwiches uh, with Drew Brees at this location. Signing and you Jimmy can get John some assholes. You can, you can get, you know, oh, Big Vito. That's what it's called, the Big Vito. That's a great sandwich, by the way. No spawn. Um, you could figure out where somebody's going to be doing that stupid shit if you really wanted something to do something bad. And conversely, if an athlete's out in public and runs into some fans that get rowdy and something happened, you could get a situation uh, in, in, in which an athlete takes a swing at a fan. I mean, th- th- you know, th- there's a, a some Pat Oswalt movie that came out released, uh, like a, two years ago that dealt with a fan getting having a run-in with, like, his, his idol. And I think he gets the shit beaten out of him. And, you know, things play out awkwardly from there. And not in a comedic way. It was a very dramatic movie, and I'd recommend people see it if I can remember the damn name of it. But I, 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 I honestly think that the Plaxico shooting, we're going to see something in the future involving an athlete having to defend himself and, and, and in which an athlete is going to, ha- is going to either shoot or wound or seriously maim somebody or a couple of individuals in an act of protection or self-defense or, or in which he, he feels threatened. I can see that happening. Yeah. And, and this, this podcast suddenly turned into a ESPN roundtable, which is odd for us being that we usually talk about favorite Beatles songs and we're usually... And you know what? Mike, Mike Lupica and, and, uh, and Mitch Album, you clowns are not welcome at the table. No, they're not. I want to, I want to... You two go sit at the children's table. Listen, and this, and <laughs> this is not a political, this is not a political statement in any way because I, look, I, I love money, so I begrudgingly have accepted that I am a conservative, although in my previous life I wanted to be liberal, I wanted to be liberal, but I just, I love money too much, so I finally come to grips with it. But, uh, I'm, I read everything on the web, and, and there are great writers on the left, and there are great writers on the, on the right, as far as politics. Mike Lupica, stick to fucking sports. He is a horrible, horrible political columnist. But, you know, Kevin, as we as we sort of this whole bounty thing, I just you know the, the angry hoodat had a good post with Dave and and oh, it's great! It was a great post. And it's just part of me wants to say like write a column on Channel Four, like put it behind us. Let's just get ready to play the football finally. And part of me is like, you know what? You can say that all you want, but it ain't going away. It, it, it's going to be bounty, bounty gate, the best, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's going to be that every week of the year. It's going to restart when the Saints defense injures somebody because they are because football is violent and the Saints are going to, somebody on the Saints is going to hit a player from another team. They're going to get hurt and they're going to get taken off. And it's going to start all over again. And or, or, or a safe player is going to get hurt. And then the story will be, well, maybe this was karmic payback, or, or do you think there was a bounty on that? Yeah. Or anything like that. No, that's exactly true. And also, remember, you know, the whole thing with Mickey Loomis supposedly having the dome wired and blah, blah, blah. Look, that didn't really go anywhere because I think ESPN, they were really, they were really skating on thin ice there. But it doesn't mean that they hadn't stopped looking. You know, we still got uh, Vicodin Gate. We, the Saints still got a lot of skeletons. And if you think Yahoo and ESPN and all these people are suddenly going to stop looking, you're out of your mind. So oh, Absolutely. It, the, the, it, you know, the, the Houdat column, the angry Houdat column, excuse me, was about, 
you know, what was about moving on? And then today, Vitt comes out and says, Vitt fucking gets his name in the news. He's like, I'll take a lie detector test. Get Roger Goodell to take a lie detector test. I never said this. Nancy Hargrove said, that was not me on the tape, blah, 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 blah. And I never had sexual relations with that woman and all that other stuff. So you can't, we cannot get past it. We cannot get to that, we cannot get to the stage of the angry who that opines until kickoff. Until kickoff, until game fucking one of the regular season. And even then, even then, it's going to be a resurrection of all of the bad shit. It's going to be that discussion again. If you honestly think that a fucking broadcast with Joe Buck oh my God. is not going to Kill me not fucking, fucking now. You don't think think that when Joe Buck is calling a Saints game that they're not going to bring up every fucking thing that happened during the offseason? Kevin, That's absolutely what's going to happen. That's going to get brought up seven times in the first half. Kevin, I think – And then it's going to be – and then it's going to be, you know, it'll be just offhanded. It'll be like – it'll be like he's breathing. It'll be hard hit from Malcolm Jenkins, reminiscent of the bounty gate hits from last season. Well, Troy. Kevin, yeah, Joe. Kevin, I think we, me, you, and Hans, and maybe Wang, need to start an email chain and come up with Bounty Bingo. And it can be a bingo card that people can print out during games. And it will have certain words on it. And every time Joe Buck or whatever announcer says those words, you have to drink. And I think... If we create Bounty Bingo where if they say certain words like Anthony Hargrove and Joe Vitt and Bounty and Sean Payton, I think if we created that, I think probably 25 to 30% of the Canal Street Chronicles audience would have to have their stomach pumped from alcohol poisoning by the third quarter of the Redskins game. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Before, before, before Robert Griffin III gets carted off. And um, so I think this whole thing about let's put it behind us, I want to, but Kevin, they're not going to let us. It's just no, it's, no, it's not. It's not easy. It's you know, not going to be easy. You know, we, we hell, I wish we could go back to a to a simpler time in which we thought, okay, the suspensions have been handed down, it's over, it's done. We already know what the bad news is, so let's move on. No, no, we got. We still got bickering and arguing, and 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 the whole the system isn't fair. Here's the here's the bullshit evidence. We got Mike Freeman of all fucking people siding, basically siding with us. You got more media people still saying this doesn't, you know, all this proves is a pay for performance. Hell, the Associated Press, the Associated Press calls it pay for performance in their stories, and yet they still use Bounty Gate in the headline. Yeah. So, you know, like like the media, the media realizes that okay, Bounty Gate still gets headlines, so so we'll use that. But we can't call it pay for injury because that's bullshit, and nothing we've seen indicates that. So it's pay for performance, or or, or really, I mean, what it's gonna, what it really is, and what I hope it devolves to, is. Pool, play, uh, you know, a play, a player pool. I mean, it's a. It, I mean, that's what that's what it's going to be. A player pool in which a coach, in which a coach or coaches may have participated, and somebody outside the club may have participated in. Yeah. Uh, for 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 uh, big hits, uh, key plays, and the like. And because the guy, and because the the coach, uh, because the coach encouraging this got a little too coarse and a little too fervent in his language, uh, suddenly it becomes this uh, this scheme, this uh, conspiracy to mortally wound uh, the uh, the gunslinger and. Uh, and Kurt well, well, I'm perfect. I would have been perfectly fine with a main in the gunslinger, and I think all of America agrees with me on that. Yeah. Let's not yeah. let's not kid let's not kid ourselves. Ninety percent of America, all of America, except for Minnesota, when the Saints were lighting up far, 
was fucking loving it. Oh yeah, and and, and anybody anybody who says shame on the Saints for crushing Brett Favre and that isn't a Vikings fan or isn't an NFL league official needs to just go fuck themselves. Because uh, let me tell you something, the Saints the Saints were doing America a favor, just like just like the fucking Buffalo Bills guy did America a favor by absolutely fucking crushing Brett Favre and ending that stupid streak. <laughs> I think I think that's a perfect way to end this podcast, my friend. I think it is, but I have to, but we can't because we have to do the the um, the obligatory. Drew Brees is still not signed. Um, I didn't have anything uh, Drew Brees related this week as far as the contract. Uh, where are you on the Dave Cariello uh, panic meter? Are are, are you the? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not really panicked. I'm really not. Uh, I'm more, uh, you know, again, all I'm thinking about is defending him against people that, that want to question his uh, patriotism or love of the troops. Uh, that and, you know, I, if it, maybe maybe if I was worried, let's see. I would say that I am worried. I am as worried about Drew Brees' contract right now as Drew Brees was worried about seeing that house spider today. <laughs> you so, spend, you spend way too, You spend way too much time on Twitter. Yeah, I know, and it was down today for quite a while, so I was... Uh, it was. America, in a state of peril. America was in a... America was in a state of panic. And it production. Was, and it was. No, everybody was. It wasn't productive. Everybody was like, why isn't Twitter fucking working? They weren't doing actual work. Come on now. All right, Kevin, on that note, um, thank you for defending Drew Brees and making America understand that he loves the troops. I don't think they were clear on that, but he, he made it clear. So that's good. Uh, so, Kevin Held, Dave Cariello, for America. I'm Ralph Walbro. Until next week, shoot him. Have a nice to Drew S.A.